But for somebody like me, not to always make it about me, but to make it about me once again. Episode 993 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, every runner needs an off-season. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into what may become a little bit of a controversial topic. I don't know, we'll see. Uh, first, I want to take a second and let you know that today's episode is brought to you somehow, sort of, by the Little Things course, which is my my free course that I put together a couple years ago now. Um, and it's got some videos, it's got some text, it's got some articles, got got the whole nine yards of things to think about beyond just running. Because I think that uh, I know that I've been guilty of this over the years. I may still be guilty of this sometimes of losing sight of the fact that the the training that we do, the running that we do, obviously is is helpful towards our goals. There's there's a reason that we enjoy running, but depending on what kind of goals and ambitions that you have within the sport, um, there's a whole host of other factors that are involved as well, kind of lovingly known around here as the little things. So things like cross-training, things like sleep, things like recovery and focusing on your recovery and trying to maximize your recovery, things like diet and nutrition. You could even argue strength tra- I would not even argue. I would even go so far as to claim that strength training is very much in that mix as well, although strength training is not in the little things course, but the other things all are. So if you want some information on diet, nutrition, sleep and recovery, um, cross training, and what was the other thing I mentioned? And just like kind of self-massage, self-care, kind of some of those types of things, um, check it out at disruns.com slash little things. All free, no costs, no no obligation, nothing like that. Uh, just check it out. Help yourself. Uh, stay healthy. Stay moving forward, and uh, hopefully even get the most out of the miles that you log. So check that out once again, disruns.com slash little things. Today, talking about maybe uh, another little things type of, of situation. Uh, maybe not so much, but it's it's the off season, the dreaded off season. Something that um, I don't think that gets a, a positive shine about running. All right. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a fun topic in a lot of running circles talking about an off-season because the fact of the matter is one of the, one of the awesome things about running is that it's kind of a year-round thing, right? Like, you know, you don't need to have um, certain weather, you know? Like, like obviously, there's, there's weather conditions that are more favorable, maybe more enjoyable, but you know, if you really want to get out and go for a run in, in Fargo when it's negative 47 million degrees, um, you know, you can do that. But if you want to go play around a golf in Fargo when it's negative 47 degrees, 47,000 degrees or whatever I said, uh, and there's six feet of snow on the golf course, like, well, sorry about your luck, but you probably like, that's probably not going to happen. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, there's obviously there's, there's exceptions to every rule, but a lot of, a lot of, other activities besides running have seasonal components. You know, there, there are times of the year where ice fishing is fantastic. There are times of the year where ice fishing is a problem because there's no ice. Um, you know, again, all kinds of, of outdoor activities that, that ebb and flow based on the, the weather and the seasons of, of life. And again, running, for better or for worse, maybe isn't one of them. You know, you can run, you know, you can be like Thessaly and run on the treadmill all the time. You can, you can, you know, run outside in the, in the heat in the uh, Florida summer and Texas summer, um, which may not be ideal. You can run outside in, in, uh, Northern Minnesota or, or in Fargo or, or in the tundra or wherever, 
uh, in the dead of winter. Still may not be ideal, but you can do it if you want to. And a lot of us want to, you know, and I think that for a lot of us, you know, with, with all the benefits of running beyond just the physical and, and beyond just our, our running ambitions and goals, um, running year round is a pretty, you know, pretty wonderful thing. Certainly is for me. So whenever you start talking about an off season, I feel like runners start to kind of get their, get their defenses up. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? Like, like, I'm, don't, don't even come around here. Saying you're going to tell me that I need to take, you know, two, three, four months off every year from running. Uh, that is a non-starter. Don't worry. I'm not coming around here today trying to tell you you need to take two, three, four months a year off from running. Um, but what I am saying is that an off-season for myself, maybe for you, probably not a bad idea. Potentially the type of thing that could actually, you know, really be key to continued growth. You know, we want to want to start mixing metaphors more so than I already normally do. But you know, you, you look at at plants and crops and certain certain trees and 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 you know, just again, plants, flowers, shrubs, whatever, uh, produce. They all kind of have a lot of them have those seasons where that that off season allows the rejuvenation that's necessary for production. I, I, I guess I'm partial towards apples because it's kind of my favorite fall fruit. Um, grew up, my dad has, I don't know, a couple dozen apple trees of different varieties in the, in the, in the yard. Um, and that's, you know, like there's a reason that you can't grow apples in Florida is because those trees need that off season, that, that winter period to refresh and rejuvenate, to spur the, the next growth for the next year, which, which brings the fruit. And I feel like, like, again, that's one of those things that we as humans also need, but thankfully, unlike apple trees that need like to really shut it down, I, I'm trying to rescue this metaphor that's kind of falling apart in my head. Um, we don't necessarily need to take a full period, an extended period off. For some people, that might be the best option. For me, probably not the best option, which is probably why I haven't had an off season in a long, long time. Um, so, so what I'm trying to convince for myself, what I'm trying to, to maybe push on some of the folks that I work with, what I'm maybe trying to encourage you to think about doing as well, and by maybe I mean what I'm definitely trying to encourage you to think about doing as well, is to schedule an off-season at some point in the next year or so that, again, it isn't all about not running at all, but it's about pulling back. It's about kind of just keeping things simple. You know, when we get into to training periods and building towards races, for for better or for worse, there's complications involved as far as, you know, how many miles should I be running? What's the proper way to, to increase mileage? Different workouts to do, trying to get the best out of yourself on race day, trying to peak your fitness, get the, the get to maximum fitness possible by race day. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, obviously that's, that's part of my job as a coach, right? Like that's, that's kind of, kind of maybe the biggest part of my job is trying to structure things and work with, with my athletes to put them in the best position on race day. But after that, maybe not after every race, but in theory, um, well, not even in theory, in practice, you can't maintain that peak fitness indefinitely, right? Like, like there's a reason peak is peak. It's not plateau. It's not new normal, new, new ground floor. When you, when you build to peak fitness, it's not going to stay there forever, which is why it's try, you know, the key is to try to, to get to that point, 
or as close as possible on race day and not three weeks beforehand. So it comes crashing down and the race is, uh, is not ideal. Okay. Um, and so it, where, where the off season comes in and why I think the off season is so important is because it kind of helps to reset before the next big training cycle for the next big goal race that you're going to get complicated for. So, so when I'm talking about an off season, I guess trying to get back to the point is leave it to me to, to lose sight of the point somewhere along the way. But when I'm talking about an off season, what I mean is it's time to really pull back and make it simple. Cut back on your mileage a bit. I'm not going to throw some massive uh, number out there. You need to cut it by 50% or 25% or 66% or whatever, like pull back a bit, whatever, whatever that exactly means to you. Maybe that's you take one extra off day per week. Maybe that's you don't, extend your long run beyond a certain distance. It's all going to be relative though, right? Like if, if there's anything that I hope has come through over the years is that everything that I talk about is, is relative. It scales up for those that are running lots and lots of miles. It scales down to those that are, that are running a few times a week and 5k, 10k is kind of like, like your race jam. It's cool. Wherever it is, you slide it up, you slide it down. But in that off season, slide your mileage back a bit. Um, to a level where you're still you're still ticking the boxes in terms of some of the mental health benefits, the social benefits. If, if running with a friend is a, is a big part of your running, like still do those things, but just pull back a bit, and then skip the hard workouts. Just run easy. Just focus on simple running, whether it's heart rate training, whether it's it's something else. You know, as far as like effort test, you know, can you talk th- those types of things? But don't do the hard workouts. Don't do the hard hill repeats. Just run easy run a little bit less for something like six to eight weeks, something like that. We'll get into that a little bit more. And that's, that's, that's a loose, that's a loose guideline. It's, it's not hard science, but somewhere in there. Um, and, and the reason for this or, or why I think it's important, why it's something that I would con- encourage you to consider doing, why it's something that, that I'm going to tr- really try to get myself to do as well is that an off season can be a, a, a pretty important time um, for several factors, but uh, here are three big ones. And these are, these are some things that I talked about actually with my, my coaching folks lately. Uh, we, do, we do a webinar every month. This was the subject of the last month's webinar. Um, we went into a lot more depth uh, there, but I thought it was good enough and, and important enough to share. So kind of pulling it out of the, uh, the, 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 you know, I guess the, the, the exclusive club and sharing it with everybody. Cause I think it, I think it is important. And I think it's something that I'm kind of surprised I hadn't talked about before. So what's the, what's the point of an off season? Why am I encouraging you to pull back a little bit, take a little bit of a break from hard workouts and just run easy and run a little bit less for a couple, you know, a couple months ish. I think there's three, three major things that it can accomplish for you. One, it can be a re- rejuvenative period. Um, if you're grinding away, indefinitely. I think it's almost inevitable that at some point you're going to feel some fatigue physically and, or probably, and though, but potentially more mental, you're going to be burned out. Running is going to cease to be fun. Um, you might start breaking down. You might start to see your performance start to, 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 to plateau, maybe even to, to decrease a bit, you know, some of that wear and tear, like you might be more susceptible for injuries, things like that. And, and not shutting down from running completely, but pulling back, taking taking our definition of an off season for an extended period of time for six weeks, eight weeks, something like that, can really be a rejuvenative experience. It can it can allow you to just kind of refresh mentally, where you're not running. You know, again, it's all relative, but you're not running four, five, six days a week. You're not running 
25, 35, 55, 75 miles a week. Wherever, wherever you've been, wherever you kind of peaked in your training, you pull back on that a bit. You give yourself a little more chance to breathe. You give your body a little more chance to, to re- recover and bounce back and, and shore up the weak links, things like that. It can be fantastic. It can be fantastic for both the mod, body and the mind. So it, uh, an off-season will rejuvenate you. An off-season can also help to re-solidify the base. You've heard me talk about the base before. Spoiler alert, you're going to hear me talk about the base again. Um, but, but our base of fitness is so vital for us as, as runners. If, if we don't have a strong base, it's really hard to build anything on top of it. Insert whatever metaphor you want here, you know, whether it's the foundation of a house. One I heard recently was trying to, to launch a rocket from a rowboat and just how unstable and, and how you know, not solid that rowboat foundation is. You try to launch a rocket off, on, off of it that needs to be able to, to, to generate the force off of the base that it's upon. It's not going to work. Same thing when it comes to building your fitness. If your fitness doesn't have a firm foundation, a solid base, it's really hard to build upon it. You might see some progress, but you're more likely to also see some breakdowns. You're more likely to see things go uh, go awry, if you will. So an off-season where, again, where you're not doing hard workouts, where you're not pushing the mileage too high, can be a great time to really re-solidify that base. Because let's not, let's not kid ourselves. When you're building towards a race, when you're peaking, when you're, when you're doing key workouts, when you're maximizing miles, when, and then when you go and throw it down on race day, like that does put pressure on the base, and it, it may cause some cracks and some fissures, right? Just like, again, just like any other type of base, it, whatever metaphor you want, whether it's it's resurfacing roads or, or building a, a house or launching a rocket from a rowboat. Like, when you launch a rocket, there's there's some, some force that's going on, maybe not so much from a rowboat, but when you're launching a rocket from a, from a you know, a launch pad, they make sure that the base is re-solid, you know, all the... They make sure to, to fix up any, any cracks that, that form in the base before they launch the next rocket. Same thing with our fitness. After we do that, having a, having a little bit of a time where we re-solidify the base um, can, can do wonders towards building, building upon it for the next, the next race. Last but not least, it can help to refocus your efforts and refocus your priorities. Um, you know, I think a lot of us, certainly myself, and, and I've been open about my, my marathon in every state goal, my Boston qualifying goal, um, but I think a lot of us have some bigger long-term goals, things that we're not going to necessarily accomplish, you know, in the next year, two years, maybe even five years, 10 years, some things that are really going to take some time to get there, right? And so by having an, an off-season, it allows you to detach a little bit and and refocus on what those big goals are, and then make sure that the, the other goals that you're, you're striving towards, maybe other races that you're thinking about running, line up in service of moving you closer to the big goal. If you're not careful, you, you can just jump from one race to the next or, or again, by never having this off-season, this time to reflect a little bit and refocus, um, you can kind of get off, to, off, off course. You know, maybe you start running a bunch of, of marathons when your goal is to PR in the half marathon. Well, that's not, that's not bad in and of itself, but you just kind of start finding yourself rolling along with marathons and, and not doing the more focused work that is going to get you towards that half marathon PR. And, and again, like, it's not like they're, they're, they're completely divergent going in opposite directions, but maybe you're just moving a little bit off the, off the path of that, that big goal. And then when you go back to refocus, you're like, well, daggum, how has it been six years since I've run a half marathon? 
Well, because you just haven't, you, you kind of got a little bit out of focus on what your big goal was and, and time marches on, right? So having an off season, kind of can allow you to just kind of refocus. What, what am I working towards? Maybe your, your big goals have changed, which is fine. Maybe you want to take a little side detour, which is fine. You know, I mean, it, it at the end of the day, running fitness is going to be is going to be good, and, and it's going to translate to a lot of different disciplines. So there's nothing wrong with taking a little break from the half marathon to go race marathons, or taking a little break from trying to qualify Boston for Boston when you come up short a couple times recently. Hey, let's just go hammer some half marathons, or let's extend out and run a fifty miler, knowing that in in service those are still moving in the right direction, but they're 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 not right laser focused on that goal right now. That's okay. But but by by refocusing or by stepping back, having an off season, it allows you to refocus and go, all right, yeah, this 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 is what I want to do now, even if it's not exactly the direction that you're you're aiming to with all of your big goals. So I don't know if that one's a little bit muddled. I feel like it's kind of muddled in, in how I've explained it. But just having that distance, having a little bit of a break where it's not just one race to the next to the next, but having just a little time to, to sit back and go, yeah, all right, yep, this is what I want to do. This is the, the direction I want to go right now. And this is how it's going to help me get towards my big goals. Can be can be important because again, the last thing you want to do is find out that you're way off, off course um, five years from now because you just took a bunch of little steps that were just kind of not quite in line with what you want to do. So a good off season can help you re, re, rejuvenate, resolidify, and refocus. So when should you do your off season? That is the million dollar question, right? And and I don't know that there's a, necessarily a should as far as it should always be at the end of a goal race season. Part of the reason I think it makes sense to talk about this now is that for some of you, you are getting kind of getting to the end of, of race season. You know, as winter's starting to approach, you know, maybe there's there's one or two big races left. Obviously, New York is coming up this weekend. At least as this episode comes out, New York Marathon is this weekend. So that might be your last big goal race of the year. Philly's coming up in a few weeks down as well. So maybe it's that one. Uh, you got Space Coast on, on Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, so there's another, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe one of those races. I'm sure there's a dozen other races, right? But... Um, you know, maybe you've got kind of your last big goal for this year, a big goal race coming up. Um, so maybe after that makes the, makes all the sense in the world to take, you know, just to take a, take a pullback, take an off, off, off season. Maybe it's at another time of year. Maybe you're, you're just starting to kind of gear up. You're doing that base work now to start training for a spring race. So maybe off season right now doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Cool. Your off-season doesn't always have to coincide with the end of serious race season, though. Okay? To me, that's maybe the most logical time to, to plug it in. But for somebody like me, not to always make it about me, but to make it about me once again, for somebody like me who doesn't really run many goal races... Um, you know, I could, I could make an... Uh, if, if we're only going to plan an off-season after, after a big you know, race buildup... I don't know when would be the last time I would have taken an off season. It's been a minute. Um, so maybe there's other factors like life stuff. Maybe there's things like weather conditions that you can kind of plan for. AKA if you live in the South, the summer might be a great time to take an off season because running in the South in July and August, not ideal. Okay. Um, so maybe that's the time. Maybe flip side, you live in in the North and you're like, yeah, winter December and January would be a great time to take an off season 
because you're still going to get out and run a little bit, but you maybe don't want to run quite as much when it's negative 32 all the time. Um, but figure it out. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe you got, you know, kids at home during the summer. So even though summer might be a great time to, to, to really, you know, get some miles in because schedules are a little bit more relaxed. You also have more, less freedom because of childcare situations. So just kind of thinking about what life might look like, when would be a good time as far as races that are already on the calendar, things like that. Um, but if you can, if you can carve out six weeks or eight weeks where that's not going to get into the pre-race buildup or the race training and things like that, but where you just kind of have a little gap where there's not really any races, not really anything you need to worry about other than to just relax, rejuvenate, refocus, resolidify. I challenge you to, to schedule an off season for the next year, somewhere in the next year, try to schedule one. I'm going to go on record and say, I'm scheduling mine for somewhere, probably spring, summer of next year. All right. I like, I, I got to get through the cross stuff that we're doing and, and keep logging my miles for that. I'm going to try to race a, a half marathon hard in January. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll take it early, but I, I kind of would like to think that I don't want to spend my off season in February and March when it's still rather comfortable to run down here, but maybe we start getting into April, May, June, somewhere in there, six to eight weeks where I'm going to pull way back, help hold me accountable. Cause Lord knows I might talk myself into not taking one <laughs> if left to my own devices, but that's what I'm working towards. My challenge to you is to find it, find a time where it makes sense for your running goals, for your life to take a little off season, to still keep running, but just dial it back a little bit and see if that doesn't help you really launch forward when you come out the other side of it. All right. So there you go. There's an off season, why it's important, why I think it's, why I think you should consider it, why I'm trying to talk myself into it as well. Uh, help keep me on track. And if I can help you to do the same thing, I'm happy to do it. But what do you think? Have you ever done an off season before? How did it work for you? What are your, your hesitations about scheduling an off season? Um, what, what else did I say that was ridiculous? I don't know. Throw me, throw me a bone at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also obviously always send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And you can also head over to the show notes for today for a few memes, a few gifs, and uh, maybe even a couple of links. I don't know. You know, it all kind of comes together at some point. Um, but you can check out what's there at Dizruns.com slash 993. And you can also scroll on down to the bottom of the page where the comment section is and leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, and takeaways there as well. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and start wrapping this one up. Um, little Things course, if you're so interested, Dizruns.com slash Little Things, all free, nothing hidden, nothing behind a paywall, just information that'll hopefully help you um, to get the most out of your running, kind of like an off season, which might help you get the most out of your, your more serious focused training by having that period where you pull back. Uh, if you have a friend who maybe might be in need of a, of an off season, hit that share button and spread the word. Uh, hopefully something that I say might trigger something in their mind that might go, yeah, you know what? Maybe a little bit of a pullback might be the type of thing that can really launch me forward because no promises, but I think that's what an off season really can do for somebody. Um, and like I said, something that I need to, to do just as much as anybody. So uh, help me practice what I preach by taking an off season somewhere in the next year. Uh, and I'll, I'll keep you posted on how it goes for me as well. But until then, y'all be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate the time. Appreciate the attention. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you. 